Hi everyone, uh, welcome to the Play by Play podcast. I'm your host DC and today I'm interviewing Rory. What's up Rory, how's it going? I'm doing pretty good, just staying alive. Same with me, <laughs> man. Uh, I've been sick all week, man. It's been fucking terrible. So my voice might sound... Bro, I'm like kind of feeling sick, not gonna lie. Like, my mom was sick yesterday and like, I don't know if I'm sick yet, but I was like having some signs of it and I was like, shit, I do not want to come down with something like... I just came back from having a cold, like, I don't know. Ever since, like, I took off the mask, I've just been, like, catching colds and shit. Like, my immune system was just, like, nothing touched it for a few years because I was just keeping the mask on. And now, like, I'm getting hit with colds left and right, bro. It's tough out here. Shit, man. Uh, man, I've oh, been sick with hay fever and, and cold. Hay fever? And cold what and the fuck? fucking sore throat. That's wild. The whole entire week, Yeah. Yeah, I was in Florida. I was in Florida and it was fucking horrible. I was sick the whole time. And yeah, I just had hay fever while I was there. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. messed up. Man, not gonna lie, Florida's like Ohio's brother. <laughs> Dead honest. ass. I've never been to either, though. <laughs> I've just heard that, like, I Ohio's li- whack. Fun fact, I lived... Florida is just like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, rednecks that do crazy kids. shit off of, like, bang energy or whatever. Yeah, uh, I lived in Ohio. Fact for a year, but I was only one years old. I don't remember it. Like, um, uh, what was gonna say? You know that Florida man thing where you can like look up, uh, you can like look up, uh, what happened to the floor, what the floor man did, the what the Florida man did on uh, your birthday. For, for, yeah, I remember the Florida man. Yeah, for mine it was like Florida man masturbates in uh, Am- no, not Amazon in Walmart. It's <laughs> something Jesus like Christ. that. Yeah, I remember my Florida man was like. I don't know. It was like, um, I think this dude dressed up as a girl to like lure in men to his house. Oh, and like, I don't know fuck? what he did to those men, but like, cause I didn't read the whole article, but like, I just heard that. And I was kind of thinking like, that's crazy that like, you know, I'm trans. And then there's this dude who was cross dressing and that's my Florida man. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. That's so fucked. Uh, like i'm not sure if that's like self-explanatory or some shit or like if it's trying to like say something about me that i don't know but i don't know i know that's some goofy i mean america's a goofy place to be honest not gonna lie i mean ireland is goofy as well yeah it's goofy as hell out here um yeah, <laughs> yeah i've been to ireland like 15 times because my mom's from there oh no weren't you saying you got irish connections as well like uh was it cork yeah, like, um, I have a good amount of family there, and then also just, like, around Ireland and, like, more, I don't know, just, like, places in the middle of nowhere as well. Um, but, yeah, like, Average, I really like Cork I, I, because, like, I just love the food there, and I love, like, I haven't really seen any, like, bands there. I'd love to see, like, local bands or something. Like, I don't oh know man, if there's a um, Cork punk scene or something. There is actually fun fact. Uh, you should definitely check out, but, but they're kind of shoegazy. Uh, shout out the Altered Hours. Go check them out. Okay, put the me Altered on. Hours. Like DM me that uh, yeah, after this interview. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I will indeed. And shout out Elaine Hooley. She's actually going on tour. She's their lead vocalist, and she made like a solo album this year. And it got That's like dope. a high score on. It got like a high score on Pitchfork and stuff. But I don't like Pitchfork. So yeah. Yeah, fuck, fuck Pitchfork. Pitchfork. Pitchfork's fuck, for like whole, nerds. It's for hipsters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a homie. Say Pitchfork facts all right uh so uh yeah let's get to the questions i guess so um 
do you have any upcoming projects coming out this year or later on in the future example like your music on soundcloud and you know your stuff with groups and collectives and you know shit like that i mean argo nuff mixtape coming soon um i think it's like oh, coming go. out either this month or like next month i honestly kind of forgot but i remember i did drums on a couple of the tracks and it's just like a lot of remixes of shit and also like just sampling stuff and turning it into like you know, the kind of mysterious Argonuff business we do. Um, and then also, like, I've been working on music. Like, I'm trying to release an album soon. It's, like, coming together slowly. I have, like, a couple of titles for it, but none of them that really, like, stick with what I envision for it. And I don't know. It's just kind of this thing where I'm, like, adding more and more to each song because I just love really, like, textured music where there's just, like, tons of layers and stuff where it's super complicated. Um, and I just, like, want my music to sound kind of more organic than it is right now because it's very much just, like, cloud rap type stuff. And, like, you know, with a lot of hip-hop, it's just, like, the kind of loop structure. And I want to, like, add more and more to it so it feels kind of like in its own realm of outside of you know like the constant loops that are just like the same thing over and over like i want switch ups i want like all kinds of shit coming at you left and right whenever you listen to my music and like i kind of do that but this album i feel like is going to be like hopefully my best solo work and I don't know, like kind of expanding on the songs that I've been putting out on SoundCloud, but like actually making it feel like a real album. Oh, let's go. That sounds class, man. It sounds fucking great. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Like I haven't really done vocals, but I've, I think I have like seven songs that I've produced and then I want to hop on like some people's beats and like maybe remix them or whatever. And there's yeah, still some, like, ideas beats. that I have. Yeah, send some beats, honestly. <laughs> fuck it. Uh, they're kind of shit. I mean, I mean, like, I'm very versatile with my stuff. Like, I make, like, I might just randomly make, like, some fucking vaporwave shit. And then I yeah, might make, make some, some, like, cloud like, rap type shit. Yeah. Or, like, even vaporwave-inspired cloud rap. I, oh, yeah. Fun fact. Well, um... I have a funny story. I always wanted to talk about this on my podcast and stuff. But uh, Lil B tried to scam me. And oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, so he sent me... Uh, I don't know what he does this and stuff, but shout out to Base God. No hate to the Base God. Uh, thank yeah, you, thank Base you, God. Base God, uh, nevertheless. Yeah, like, uh, like Lil B is like the only person that can scam me and I'm like fine with it. Like, I don't <laughs> care. He, he's such a legend. Like, uh, um, But like, um, I got like... The, he, like he liked like all my... My post on Instagram over the summer and stuff, and then he sent me like this bot generated DM. He was like, "Love fam, uh, uh, love fam, I'd love to work with you." Email me at direpaint.gmail.com. Bro, I think and everyone I'm, who's uh, DM's Lil B or like tried to interact with him has at least gotten that copy pasta once. Oh yeah, but I um, but whatever. I make I make this like kind of cloud rapish beat for him, and I send it to him anyway. And I like uh, and I've only and like I. I haven't made much money from my music and stuff, but I don't mind. Like I just make my music for fun and shit. Yeah. But I like uh like I, I, I gave I gave him like I think I gave him like one dollar eighty six cents and I just sent him that beat and like do you want can uh, hey I'm DC, can you rap over this man? Uh thank you, bass guy. But yeah, he hasn't got back to me since. Oh shit, that sucks. <laughs> I mean he didn't really scam you because like you, you didn't pay for anything, but like 
the coffee no, pasta the is like a very <laughs> yeah, um, wait you send him the money yeah i sent him the, i paypaled it to him and then he's like and he just and didn't respond like, yeah he just didn't respond i mean like it was only like one dollar and 86 cents but still <laughs> still man you, you were the one he was looking for uh collab so like <laughs> not for real like i don't know i had a friend who made a song with him but i think like he paid 20 dollars and then like will B came back and did the feature on it um it's a pretty good song but it's like it's pretty much just like a really cool instrumental and then like will be doing mediocre bars over it or just like kind of freestyling over it but still a good song and you know thank you bass god thank you for yeah, thank uh, you, bass god. that feature but also like i want to get a feature from him at some point like i don't even care if it's him like shittily freestyling freestyling sorry on one of my songs and just like me doing a full verse and then him just like freestyling four bars over and over still it's the bass god yeah but still you got the connections like i'll say i'll say it's possible yeah true and even if like even if um it's not through the connections and it's just me hitting him up and paying 20 dollars once i like get my bank account set up it'll be worth it yeah me and my friend um uh yeah, but I heard of this story. Some dude like PayPal'd him like forty five cent, and he made a song with them anyway. Oh my god! <laughs> but, yeah, that's but, actually uh, sick. Me and, my, me and my friend are trying to hit up Viper for a collab because I know he he has like an email thing and it's like fifty dollars. But like um, uh, we still we will probably do it anyway. Uh, and like even if Viper scams up, we still get away with that story. We can still be like, oh yeah, Viper scammed us <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, that's still, like, something to talk about. And honestly, like, out of all the rappers that you'll hit up and, like, they'll scam you, it'll be Viper. Like, if we're talking about any rapper scamming somebody, it'll be Viper, bruh. Like, Viper has scammed so many vinyls, like, or scammed people out of so many vinyls. He's, like, scammed people out of so much merch and shit. Like, I've heard several stories about that shit, so... I don't know. I wouldn't do it, but uh, I love Viper as well. Like, I actually sampled Viper on a beat. Like, I took Thug Versus because I really like that beat. It's like this weird reversed soul sample or some shit. And then I, like, flipped it. But um, maybe I didn't save the file or just, like, I haven't came back to it because, like, I don't know. I just don't remember uh, listening to it after I made it in, like, 15 minutes. But... I don't know. I love Viper and honestly, that would be kind of a cool addition to my mixtape. Like the real ones know the <laughs> yeah. Viper sample. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Viper as well. Viper is great, man. Um, you definitely made one of my favorite albums this year. Pussy boy. I kill you. Uh, very good. <laughs> <laughs> out of his 200 that he released this year. Yeah, Pussy Boy, I Kill Ya is uh, the one that stands out to me. I gave it like a 9 out of 10. It's actually really funny and just so good. Uh, um, that's actually sick I might have to check that yeah, out yeah and the music video is great too I'll send it over um, like fair play to Viper though not many people can like drop two songs a day let alone like drop five albums in one day like and he's been doing that for like no literally it's crazy years. and even though you can say oh it's just copy and paste and shit he's just putting the you know cows don't even smoke crack for so we're like <laughs> fucking plunder phonics b it still goes hard as hell and the music videos <laughs> it still it? goes hard honestly yeah uh but yeah shadow viper man uh definitely one of the best in the game 
but like uh you were also saying you know we're, we're on the topic of like um kind of uh you know uh your music and kind of your soundcloud and shit and then kind of like i go enough as well uh you know, I think I kind of this is kind of a rhetorical question, but like, uh, what equipment do you use or recommend uh, for your production? And you know, what do you use to make music and stuff? Like, I know it's FL, and I, I can kind of tell from listening that it's FL, but like, um, yeah, if anyone's curious, what do you use? Yeah, it's like some of it is, um, or I mean, I record my vocals with Band Lab sometimes, not gonna lie, like, um. I'm still using that shit, but like, honestly, it's got a good DS or it's got good auto tune when you like, I don't know. It takes a couple of tries to like hit the right notes, I guess, because like their auto tune is still kind of shit, but, um, nevertheless, like harmonizing with auto tune on band lab is like something I cannot do. Like band lab, uh, auto tune, it gets the job done, but like only for one take. And, um, but yeah, I use that. Cause like a lot of the time I'm not really like singing on a track. A lot of the time I'm just like rapping and then FL studio mobile <laughs> for, um, all my beats and y'all can listen to that shit. You guys can say what you say about FL studio mobile and say that it's a bad DAW and that, Oh, it's just $15. It's all like, you're only using samples from FL studio that are just like, given to you with the $10 app because I bought it originally for $10 and then I guess they upped the price. But um, yeah, pretty much honestly, like my flex for making music is I've only spent $10 on the music that I like actually compose together and it still sounds cool. And I'm not even like really in my final form of production with the shit that I have released on my SoundCloud. Like, a lot of my new stuff is a lot more experimental, a lot more like psychedelic. And like I said, it's going to be a lot more textured. Like, honestly, now I'm just taking like instrumentals that I've already made and just like adding little sounds to it or adding like even just sampling songs that I enjoy, like songs that don't even relate to the song or aren't even in the same key, just like taking one part and then adding it to the melody or whatever and like adding an, a cool effect honestly just like adding more and more to tracks is like what I'm doing right now and yeah that's just kind of like what I enjoy in music just going back to albums and hearing new things every listen even if you've listened like hundreds of times like I say that about veteran by jpeg mafia that album has so many sounds yeah, and like shout yeah peggy. shout out peggy Every time I go back to that album, it's like I find something new about it. Same with me. I mean, like, uh, like uh, Veteran is like one of those albums that always stay on my rotation, no matter what. And then, like, uh, my favorite songs off Veteran like change every week. Like, as of now, my favorite song off Veteran is Curb Stomp. But like next week, it, yeah, <laughs> Curb Stomp's yeah, really yeah. good. Like next week, and like honestly, he uses Ableton, and eventually, I want to get to Ableton because like, oh, I use Ableton. Honestly, I, don't think, I think I don't think he actually uses Ableton. I remember, he, I remember he says in interviews before he doesn't use Ableton. He's he he uses every die except for Ableton, but I'm not too sure. I could be wrong. Huh. I mean, you met the dude, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I thought he told me Ableton, but I'm not sure because, like, honestly, um, I I need to, like, talk to him again and just, like, get more advice on DAWs because, like, 
the only thing is is like when i've tried to do fl studio on computer i've just like not enjoyed it the same as like fl studio mobile just because i'm so used to it and like just because i've been making music solely on fl studio mobile for like three or four years and that's why i make really cool stuff despite it being made on a shitty DAW. and like I don't know. So my kind of flex with being on a crappy DAW and still making good music is like, it doesn't matter what kind of software that you have. It doesn't matter like if you're recording on like a shitty Chromebook DJ or like a shitty Chromebook, um, I don't know, like software or GarageBand. It doesn't matter as long as the music's good. And I'm still making like cool music, even if it's like that or at least i try to like i just try to get the most out of it you know mm -hmm. i mean uh yeah that's great advice as well how long like uh and i must say that's very impressive to be like i don't think people realize how fucking hard it is to like produce music on like an ipad or some shit i mean like malib malib produced all of bandana on his ipad from what i know and i think he did that on the garage band i mean honestly like i can kind of see it because it's like a lot of sampling stuff and like it's still really good music, so yeah. no matter, like, what you use for it, it's still, like, it just depends on how the music sounds, I think, regardless of how it's made. Yeah, and even dudes, like, barely just use, like, uh, he made, like, Olive One True on Soundforge, and that doesn't even have a grid system and shit. But then again, like, it's, That's just, crazy. it's just matter. It's Yeah, I know. It's, like, he's so good. Like, um, Like, I don't think it matters, like, like you said, I don't think it matters what the equipment they use. I mean, it kind of does, but like, um, it should just be about the quality of the music at the end of the day. And then, um, yeah. Also, so I might, but I also love like hearing about how people make their albums. Like something that's kind of fascinating to me is just like going through even like well-known albums and just like looking at their Wikipedia's and looking at how the, it was recorded and stuff like that. I mean, honestly, like my favorite case of that is learning about how um, Flying Lotus recorded Cosmogramma because like it uses a lot of field recordings of like being in the hospital while his mother was passing. Oh, shit. And like the album is pretty much like based on or it's like a commemoration of her life and like kind of an album where it's just like not sad or like grieving really it's just like celebrating her and you can hear it in the music because it's just like such a beautiful and complex album with like so many layers and it really feels like you're just kind of taking a dive into what they were what their life was like or just kind of like going into this whole new world of like what flying lotus was really experiencing or what was going on within him that like brought out this really good music like that's why i like adding in whatever like field recordings of just random stuff that my friends say or just like i pull out my phone and record the conversation and then sample it later like even my friend iggy does that and i've started doing that because just like when music actually has parts of someone's life like intertangled with it you can really tell and it just like adds more impact and like feeling to the music. 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. I actually didn't know that about Cosmic Grammar. Um, actually, yeah, yeah I, it's I a really fascinating vinyl. album. I have it on vinyl, uh, actually. Uh, I could cut this part out, actually, and just show you. Flex my records real quick. Yeah, flex your record. No, keep this in. All right, all right. Keep this all in. Right, For the people on Spotify, yeah. uh, there is a Cosmic Grammar vinyl being flexed. Not right now, and, though. Um, no, hold up. Uh, keep chatting while I get my shit out and start flexing. I love the artwork on uh, the Cosmogramma vinyl. Yeah, they're actually two of my favorite album covers and like two of my favorite electronic albums. But Untrue Bur- was kind of cheap. Like uh, most burial records, and especially in Ireland, any they're only like they tend to only go for like eighteen to twenty four euro. Oh, that's cool. And that's for very weird for like records nowadays because records have just gone so overpriced over here. And yeah. Cheap. But uh, but also I need to flex something else, and I think your dad wanted it, so I'm, I'll show that later on. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, how long have you been uh, producing for, actually? How many years, or, like, even months? Or, like, how long? <laughs> Shit, I don't even know, because, like, my memory's kind of bad, but it's probably been, like, three or four years, I guess. But, like, I'm not really sure, because I'm 16 now. So, yeah, I probably started when I was, like, 12 or 13. But, um what I remember more is kind of like just I've always been kind of a musical person and even ever since I was young I would think of music or even I would just like walk around and like hum music in my head because I like had ideas of music already um and then basically my parents would just say to me I want to hear the music that you think of all the time I want to hear like what's actually happening in your brain, I guess. Um, so then I started producing music on FO studio and just like, once I kind of had this idea of like, I can put my music that's that I think of into actual like software and actually, um, turn it into real songs. I was just like, I really want to actually make this a thing because I feel like I can have some talent here. So I just like got on FL studio and messed around for like probably two years making the worst beats, like so shit, like every single beat sounded terrible. And like what it's basically, it sounded like if someone took maybe like 10 trap songs and was just like, Oh, this is what trap sounds like. Like that's how shitty it was. Um, just like recreating trap music off memory, it basically sounded like, but, um, I just like, I didn't really teach myself. I just kind of kept messing with sounds and effects. And then eventually I like started making beats where I was like, okay, this is actually kind of decent or like, oh, I could actually hear someone on this. And then really like know really how my progression went because i feel like i'm a better musician now but who really knows i mean music is subjective and i still feel like a lot of the music i make is kind of bad even the stuff that like goes unreleased um because you know i'm like kind of a self-destructive person but um still like certain people like it i mean i have like 200 followers on soundcloud and um I get like a decent amount of likes on music. Like one of my songs really blew up. Um, It's this song called forever. I mean, it's not like huge, but 
it got like 15,000 listens on SoundCloud or something compared to like the 200 or 300 that I normally get on songs. And it just like kind of made me think like, why do people love this more than anything else I've put out? Like it's pretty much just a drum and bass loop for like four minutes. Um, but, and like some things kind of change in it, but yeah, I mean, really it's just like the SoundCloud algorithm that picked it up and like, when you're putting out music into the world, a lot of it's going to flop and some of it's going to like do really well and just be like, it'll make you think, I don't know why people like this more than the other songs. And I want these other songs to be more popular or whatever, but really it's just like all luck. Like there's so many artists at this point putting out music that it's like, honestly, even if it makes a couple of people happy um, and it's not getting popular or whatever, I'm still happy about that, that I made an impact on people. And it's not really about like me getting more popular or whatever. Like I already kind of talked to you about this. Yeah, privately. Um, we were chatting about this the other day. Even before the interview. Yeah, but like why I make music isn't for me to get more popular or me to make it big someday. Really right now what I'm doing is just like putting out music that I enjoy and even just creating music because it's just something that I enjoy. And then if it makes a couple of people happy, then cool. If it doesn't, then whatever. It's like, it's really just like something that makes me happy. And if other people like it, then that's great. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, same with me. Uh, I agree with that. Like, I've been only producing for a year, and I use Ableton, but I also, like, record with my cassette. I have, like, an old Walkman that I record with as well. Um, so, like, I mainly make noise music and kind of, like, punk shit with it as well. And kind of just, like, if I want to make, like, really, really lo-fi stuff, I generally go to, like, my cassette yeah. player. It's super handy as well. And I, like, digitize gigs from it. Like, I, um, shout out to my friends, 50 Foot Woman. Like, I, I, I've been, some, like, I'm making a documentary at the moment about, uh, the limit about, like, um, kind of the music and art scenes coming on at Limerick at the moment. And, uh, yeah, but generally uh, just recording the songs with my tape player and just uh, tape and uh, digitizing it. And then, um, like, I might record gigs with it as well. So, yeah. That's cool. Uh, yeah, I um, honestly, like, want to start getting into, like, even making short films because, like, I have a couple of friends that are into that kind of stuff and some friends that, like, know way more about, like, movies and even creating them than me and since my mom's in the film business it would already like kind of put me at an advantage for like I don't know having people to reference from when like trying to create stuff like that but really the kind of films that I watch are just like really weird experimental shit like this director that I enjoy called Ryan Tricartan like he actually followed me back out of nowhere because he's just like active on Instagram and he's like my favorite director because all of his movies are kind of like plotless, I guess. Like they kind of have a plot, but it's kind of, yeah, it's super surreal. And it's kind of just characters not really like talking about intelligible stuff, I guess. Like it kind of is, but um, it's kind of hard to explain because it's very like fast paced and a lot of just imagery combining without much correlation. but. I don't know. It's just kind of like visual arts. And 
I really enjoy stuff like that. So if I'm making a short film, it'll probably like be something like that where it's not even like a storyline or whatever. It's just kind of stuff that I enjoy or find cool, I guess. Yeah, um, like I'm very big into David Lynch. I've already talked about yeah, before. Yeah, David Lynch is great. Yeah, it, it, like Eraser is my favorite movie as of this interview. Uh, but like, um, honestly, like Inland Empire is one of my favorites. I need to like, watch it's definitely it. That's like, like one of the only few uh, David Lynch movies I'm watching. I started watching Twin Peaks recently, and uh, yeah, I mentioned I mentioned that. I'm, I'm... Yeah, like Inland Empire is a long one, but it's really good. Like it's worth it, and I'm one of those people where it's hard for me to like get through full movies and stuff. But I pretty much watched that fully on a road trip. And even like with the length, I just watched it fully through and didn't get bored the whole time because it's just like constantly mind blowing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, what I was going to say again. Yeah, like um, I mentioned that in my Jamie Stewart interview as well, like uh, like uh, we're talking about David Lynch and shit. And I was watching I watched this movie the other day while I was sick. Yeah, uh, Tetsu that movie is really good. I used to love that movie. Yeah, it's so fucking like it's it's like like the opening scene is one of the most fucking disturbing thing is, but it's like it's so surreal and shit, and like I'm pretty sure most of it was made in the director's house, but like it's so fucked up and shit, but it's actually kind of funny, <laughs> like especially towards the ending, like especially towards the end. Yeah, not gonna lie, you just like kind of uncovered a memory within my brain that I just like forgot about. Like I low key forgot about that movie for like months. Because, like, I used to love that movie. I still think it, like, kind of gets worse as it goes on. Like, it starts really, really good. Uh, The middle is, like, pretty good. And then it just kind of gets, like, a little redundant for me. But um, I really love that movie, at least, like, first half of it. And I love the imagery and just, like, the stop motion scenes and stuff like that. Like, yeah, that movie is fantastic. I did a presentation on that movie, but that was like a year and a half ago. So yeah, I've like loved that movie for a while. And thank you for reminding me of it. Oh, no way. Yeah, it's very impressive, especially because especially because it was super low budget as well. All right. Uh, so yeah, recording progress. Uh, but yeah, we're back again. Um, uh, we're just splitting it into two parts, I guess. But yeah, obviously, you know, I hope you don't mind me bringing it up, but, you know, uh, of course you had dad reacts and stuff. And, of course, you interviewed and, you know, met a lot of, like, famous artists and one of my favorite artists. So you have obviously, you know, met Peggy and Black Midi and even got to drum with Black Midi, which is in fucking insane because I'm a drummer myself. And then you mentioned before you got to me, you got to meet Tyler as well. Uh, out of all the mus- musicians you have met... <laughs> Are there any favorites or like, are there any ones you, do you still keep in contact with any of them or are they like, oh yeah, uh, that was like a once in a lifetime experience. I like keep in contact with Slauson Malone. Oh, no way. And that's pretty crazy because like, he's one of my, he's created like some of my favorite albums ever. So like, I mean, he only has like two albums that are just him. But um, yeah. Standing on the corner as well. Standing um, on the corner is great too. Um, I really love uh, the first Loss and Malone album. And like, that's still one of my favorite albums like ever. And even the second one's great too. So like, it's just crazy talking to him and like, I don't know. He responds like most of the time. Yo, hook me up. 
Yo, hook me up with him. Yeah, so like it was really cool <laughs> Yo, meeting Slauson, him. Yo, Slauson, if you're listening in, yeah, Slauson, if you're listening in, uh, hook up with me. Uh, <laughs> I guess, I guess, I guess, um, like Quiet Pharrell is one of my favorite albums too, and uh, the EP is really good as well. I can't pronounce it because I don't speak German. Uh, I I sp- I I speak a bit of French, but like um. And then I and then I have to learn Irish as well because you know it's forced on everyone in here. But like, uh, uh, but like, uh, yeah. And then standing on the corner as well, uh, Red Burns is one of my favorite albums. Uh, hopefully, I'll get. Um, hopefully, the because um, you know the way uh, he came out with like uh, two. Um, he came out with uh, he put it on vinyl on his Bandcamp, but it sold on uh, Wade Ray and just like a bunch of assholes selling it on like eBay and Discogs for like two thousand dollars and stuff. Hopefully, they come back in stock. I love to get. I love to get one. But yeah. Um, yeah, that's amazing. Like, and obviously you were you were talking about Peggy earlier, and you're gonna hit him up for tips and stuff. Like, um, that's mad. I was gonna. Uh, yeah, honestly, I'm thinking of like even just sending him an open, like just like making a beat and then like rapping on it, and then seeing if he wants to hop on it, just like for good old time's sake. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fucking crazy. You need to get me on that as well. You should just sample this interview and be like, "Yeah, yeah, that would be so, be so sick." Funny. Actually, uh, I mean, I mean, I kind of got to met Peggy. Um, I mean, like, uh, I, I, I saw him live in the Academy up in Dublin in April of 2022, and it was great, great, and uh, a lot of my, a lot of the people there listen to my podcast, so yeah, shout out to anyone who's, who's listening in from that, or uh, made friends with me through there, but uh, he threw me out a water bottle, and he patted me on the shoulder, um, because, uh, <laughs> yeah, I still have the water bottle with me, actually, I'll put it, I think I'll put it. I put it up on my um, story before, but uh, actually I have a post of it as well because I uh, posted the Peggy gig as well. But um, but yeah, uh, I actually tried. I actually tried booking Peggy for this podcast, but um, one of the email uh, things I sent it to, they were like, um, it immediately went to as a bot message and it got deleted because it probably it probably sent yeah, it to facts. the wrong email or something. So yeah, Peggy's if Peggy's listening yeah. as well, uh, <laughs> yeah, get on my podcast, bro, or something. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, actually, I have uh, I've all my hero. Yeah, actually, I've uh, I tried to get him to sign my copy of All My Heroes Are Cornballs, but I don't think he hear me because I lost my throat. And I tried to get him to spit in my throat as well, but he only spat. He only he only spat in like three people. He only spat in like four people's throat at the concert. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's my copy of All My Heroes Are Cornballs. Uh, that's crazy. I'd love to get um. Uh, I'd love to get um. I'd love to get uh LP as well. Uh, like I saw the package where it looks class. Um, yeah, I saw the vinyl. Like I saw some TikTokers posting it, and like it looks crazy. And that album's really good. Um, I'd say probably like Veteran is my favorite from JPEG Mafia. Like All My Heroes Are Cornballs is also great. But um, and then like. Davon Hendrick yeah. stuff is also like amazing. Like I love listening to. Yeah, Joe I love Chill the World. Ghost Pop tape as well. That's one of my favorite albums. Easy, easy in top ten. Yeah, that one's uh, good. Joe is amazing. But some someone put up like someone put it up. Uh, like someone put up like the old Davon Hendrick stuff up on Spotify. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like um, I don't even think Peggy yeah, did it because did he said it. like once he would do that it would be yeah. remastered yeah. and none uh, of it was even in the bio of the spotify thing it just says uh and i don't make any money from this this is just you know to archive peggy or some shit but i do think it's kind of scum i think it's kind of scummy though because i think you should yeah. ask for his permission and shit 
and plus as well, uh, uh, plus as well, he he's getting yeah. remastered as we speak. I mean, he's been I saying think. that for like years, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he seems like a busy dude as well. Like he's he's still touring at the moment. I think he's finishing up yeah. his tour actually today. I think his last concert is actually today. It's in like Ch- uh, Chile or some place in South wow, America. Cool. I think that's where he's finishing it up. Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, obviously, uh, I actually, I actually, that's actually, this is actually one of my favorite YouTube videos. But uh, you went to Cam Flora yeah. and saw a lot of my favorite artists. So, is uh, is do you have any favorite concerts or gigs or even festivals you have been to? I mean, I love Cam Flogna. I'm still waiting for it to like come back because. It used to be like a yearly thing. And then I think because of COVID, it just like stopped. I don't know. He just like stopped doing festivals. And I don't know. A lot of festivals are coming back or even some just like didn't even leave. So I wouldn't be surprised if it comes back. And I would love to see that happening. But I've loved when I've gone there and met artists. And um, also like, honestly, just like the first JPEG Mafia show that I went to, and honestly, the only one that I've gone to so far, um, like I haven't gone to any since, but uh, it was the one where I interviewed him and uh, posted it on my YouTube channel. And that video got pretty popular because like, it was just a crazy video. Like it was the first time I interviewed anyone. And out of all the people, it was JPEG Mafia. So on the way over, I was just thinking like, what is he going to be like? is he going to be a nice guy? Cause his music is like pretty crazy. And he was just like the nicest guy. And, um, it was also like my first hip hop show. Like I went to like a hosier concert when I was like seven years old, but like, besides that, I haven't been to like any other concerts. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. He's from, um, I remember he's from Ireland, but, uh, basically. Yeah. Yeah, he's from he's from the East Coast. He's a good musician, but nothing like Peggy. So when I went to that show, it was just like insane because as soon as the music turned on, like everyone was moshing. Um, I wasn't really in the mosh pit, but I was 13 years old at a veteran era JPEG Mafia show. And that is just crazy because like he also played a couple of old songs like um, All Caps, No Spaces. And when he played that, it was really good. Oh, I wish, I wish, I, I wish he did that live. Yeah, I wish, uh, I wish he still did like the Black Bank Carson stuff because uh, for a while, yeah, Black and Bank that Carson stuff's like really hype. So like album. when he performs it live, it's really cool. But yeah, um, like I love the recordings of like the All My Heroes Are Cornballs sets and like just concerts that I've seen that were like even teasing the release of it or like after the release of it. But like veteran era Peggy was like different. I loved that. Anyway, last last question for me, uh, for me anyway. Well, I have like a bunch of bullet points written down on what to ask. I just want this to be more of a chat because anyone who's listening and knows my interviews are more chats than interviews. And to be honest, I don't really like the concept of an interview. Like I prefer just because I think I think yeah, because I prefer more informal chats to be honest rather than formal ones because it just sounds it just sounds like robots. I mean, to be honest, me and Maury go way back. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's more about the conversation. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Um, but yeah, basically, my last question is: uh, Is there anything inspiring you lately? Uh, like it could be like uh, record, music, uh, politics, uh, movies, and shit. And do you have any album recommendations or movie recommendations to anyone listening in, or any albums you think that are underrated or need to get more praise? Um, I mean, I already kind of talked about Ryan Tricarton, but like a specific movie from him is Popular Sky. 
if you just look up like popular sky ryan tricarton on vimeo like that's probably my favorite movie because like it's so fast-paced it pretty much feels like watching like everything that humans have ever created into like a 35 minute compilation like it's some crazy mind-blowing shit um and then also like inland empire like i said amazing movie that is always just kind of inspiring me to just make art that's more like complicated or surreal or weird because like even if that's a movie um and i'm not really creating movies yet i still like implement that kind of creativity and kind of adventure into like the psyche and experimental kind of stuff and just like surreal imagery I just like to um I like how creative he is and I like to try to apply that to music as much as I can with like just taking a sound that I already created or not created like taking a sound that um I already have been making music in that kind of style and then just like changing something about it or using a software the complete opposite way I normally would use it. Like just striving for creativity and just like not caring about what people think and just doing really like what you think, you know what I mean? Because like David Lynch, his movies just kind of exceeds the boundaries of like what normal films are normally like centered around like he's just such a creative person and just like i strive to be that kind of creative you know yeah uh shout out david lynch as well i really fuck what you're saying and i'll continue to support you as well so yeah plug i'll plug uh, i'll plug your soundcloud or if you want to do it yourself uh yeah um, and then like music as well um i don't know salem is always a huge inspiration for me like, um, I pretty much always use that kind of like witch house bass in my music or like a lot of my music. I use that witch house bass because like it's just so heavy and I don't know. It's just a sound that I really enjoy in music that like I feel kind of if you slap it on anything, it'll sound good. Um, and then also like obviously Davon Hendrix, like that kind of stuff is really inspirational for me. Peggy stuff in general. Um, what else? Like, will be obviously, like, especially Six Kiss. Yeah, that Cloud Rap album, Six Kiss. It's like, honestly, it was kind of like the birth of uh, Cloud Rapper, at least like a big stepping stone into uh, what that genre would like establish. You know? Yeah, or like kind of if you exclude the viper stuff uh yeah I, that's pretty much i love god's father as well and um but yeah uh i'll hear i'll plug your soundcloud by the way if anyone wants to check uh check your music out uh it's soundcloud.com yeah, slash slash rory zero 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 three zeros one so yeah that's uh and then rory spells r-u-a-i-r-i so yeah yeah so yeah uh shout out rory so yeah i can't wait for your projects man uh hopefully you'll get that yeah peggy. it's gonna be pretty hopefully, cool hopefully you get that peggy sauce and malone collab that'd be fucking unreal um yeah honestly yeah. i'll see if Slauson malone uh or jasper if he wants yeah. to um make music with me or just like maybe 
even like do some post-production on anything or at least even just listen to it and just like say what he thinks about it. Like even just hearing his opinion on it would be cool to me because he's just such an inspiration to me. And man, if I can get that Peggy feature before I release the album, is getting on there, bro. I don't care what the song sounds like, it's going on there. <laughs> yeah, even if it's just Peggy breathing air for like two seconds, that'll still be like Yeah, so I don't even care. It's still yeah. worth it. Yeah, um yeah man. Uh uh yeah. Uh yeah, hook me up with Peggy and Slaws and Lone or uh I will dox you. <laughs> I'm only messing. Don't worry, don't, <laughs> don't, worry, don't worry. Uh but yeah, uh big shout outs to Slawson and uh Peggy. I mean um and yeah, do you, uh, just uh, like a question off the top of my head. Obviously, you've jammed with Black Midi before. Do you think uh, you'll ever get back with them? Because obviously, you know, uh, Morgan Simpson, shout out to him, one of my favorite drummers ever, is uh, following you and stuff. Do you think uh, you'll ever collab with them again or even jam with them again? Yeah, I mean, I like go to, whenever they're in LA, I like to uh, hit them up and just say like, yo, can I pull up to the show? And I've been to a couple of shows and just like, been backstage with them and just like talked with them and just like shout out to them for that they've always yeah, just been Black like Mitty. supportive of me and just like supportive of the channel and yeah they've always just like been super nice people like they're real musicians that aren't assholes and that aren't doing it for fame or whatever they're just like genuine real nice people that happen to make really good music you know what i mean yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, I love to meet them. I love to go to a Black Midi gig. Um, I don't. Uh, uh, yeah, like, so like it's hard for probably because I'm 14 and there's not. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, like there's not that many like over 14s gig because obviously Ireland is pretty strict on like age rules for gigs. Like there's, there, get, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if there, I don't know if it's in the US, but like there's over 21 gigs here, which is so stupid because like. Um, oh, that's stupid. Yeah, because like um. So you're telling me uh, people who are legally allowed to have sex uh, can drink alcohol, uh, uh, buy a home, have a car, can't go to a fucking Nick Cave concert. <laughs> no, literally. That's yeah. so stupid. Yeah. Uh, but like, um, yeah, hopefully that will change over time. But like, it, there's a odd gig once in a while that's over 14. So that's how I got to see Peggy. But like, uh, yeah, so fucked. So yeah, fuck, fuck, uh, fuck over 21's gigs and the people who like let them pass and shit so yeah yeah that's uh, messed up like there's a lot of shows that I've wanted to go to in LA that are like over 18 that kind of sucks but like um it's mostly just like over 18 stuff here and not over 21 um and like a lot of the shows that I go to are just like all ages show so I really enjoy those yeah yeah was the Peggy one all ages no it was over 14's Oh, cool. Yeah, but um, basically, yeah, I mean, like, I love going to Black Midi shows. I also love, like, going to Injury Reserve shows. Like, I still stay in yeah, contact they, with them. Uh, oh, no way. Uh, yeah, hit me, hit me up with them as well. I want to talk to Parker Corey. That would <laughs> be mess. so cool, yeah. Parker Corey I'll give you like, the connection, hopefully. <laughs> oh, oh, let's go. Oh, thank you so much. I mean, I think Parker Corey is probably, like, the most underrated producer in the underground right now. He's like, so outside, good. And, outside, like, yeah, honestly, I would is, love like, to, like... The be- one of the best, probably the best opener to an album I've ever heard and some of the best producers. I've ever heard let alone so, so yeah, good sh- I'd and, honestly like um, love to uh, hook you up with them because like oh let's go I mean go. next time they go to LA I could just be like yo I know this person who interviewed me 
um <laughs> oh, maybe no oh, you can like you so fucking talk or some um, shit like i'd love oh, to yeah. see them on this podcast that would be really cool oh yeah yeah thank you so much man i mean uh my yeah, friend my friend my uh they actually played in dublin only like two days ago uh they played on oh yeah, shit that's actually, cool four days ago they played on monday as the time of recording this they played in the academy the same venue as uh jpeg mafia played in general the academy by the way and um my friend dre morgan shout out to him he's a he's kind of like a rap talker and he also works for district magazine which are a magazine company in ireland and uh he met them in 2019 and he got to meet grogs uh, unfortunately before he passed away uh he got to meet them uh in when they came here in 2019 around the time their self-titled album came out and uh yeah, yeah. he saw them again and he literally said it's the best gig you've ever been to um but like yeah. i would have loved to gone but it, like again it was over 18s and and i feel like i'm not 100 sure i don't think to be honest i don't think i don't really see them making music without grogs under the injury reserve name uh, i don't really so, know so I, I think that might be their last like, tour so, i mean yeah. hopefully i hope yeah i mean like as a fan I'd hope that they continue making music, but like it would make sense even if they like don't. But um, still, nevertheless, I want to like keep in contact with them because the shows that I've been to where it's been like injury reserve shows have just been like some of my favorite shows I've even seen. Like they're just such great performers and also really nice people. So um, yeah, I'd love to see them again. And if I do, then I'll definitely uh, plug this interview or you as a person. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much, Roy. I really appreciate it. Definitely not going to like blackmailing you yeah, to do this. <laughs> <What are you laughs> no, missing? you aren't. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so don't don't worry anyone listening i'm I'm not like i'm not like helling i'm not like helling rory captive or something like that <laughs> get me got but like uh yeah shadow injuries are definitely like one of the best no, I'm 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 gonna say this like like they're one of the best groups around and probably one of the best groups of all time I'm no literally like, they are they're so good yeah um but yeah that's pretty much everything i gotta say anyway uh, i'll say like something might come up at the top of my head but now let's get to the fan questions now to be honest we only got like a, we only got like five fan questions and three of them were just asking um can you twerk so, uh, <laughs> i cannot twerk <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i do not plan on it yeah and you don't have your camera on either so yeah grand. facts so that would yeah, not work yeah. Yeah, so that would not work. And plus, uh, this is audio only. So yeah, uh, you're not getting audio twerks from Rory. So no audio no. twerks. Yeah, no audio twerks, man. Uh, I don't know. Would, would Spotify allow that? I don't know. I only miss. Yeah, I mean, Spot. I mean, they. I mean, I fucking hate Joe Rogan. I'm very open about my hatred towards Joe Rogan. But they. Uh, but yeah, I fucking. Don't like Joe Rogan. I don't know why about that up for a second, but yeah, uh, fuck Joe Rogan. I don't Rogan. know. I mean, yeah. I, I kind of don't like his fans more than I more than him. Like, I don't really know much about him, but his fans are just kind of corny. Yeah, they're just mainly like Trump conspiracy theorist Facebook moms. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so let's get to the questions. Two fan questions that were probably the only appropriate ones. So yeah, uh, what what is your daily routine? uh daily routine it honestly like changes a lot because like i don't know um i mean just like get some school done first if it's on a weekday uh which sucks because i like procrastinate a lot and um i don't know it's just like the time of the school year where i'm just getting really burnt out so i try to get in as much as i can that day and then just like 
make music instead afterwards and just like same <laughs> pretty much just try to uh create something every day that's like kind of my daily routine of like i don't know wake up in the morning get some school done then like try to make music um and then just like try to find something that i can like enjoy in the day like um even if it's a small thing like going to the beach with my mom or like I don't know, seeing my friends or even just like petting my cat or something like I can always find something in the day that'll uplift me. And um, yeah, like listen to some Sun Ra. That's what's up. I'm yeah, like going Sun through Ra. his discography. And Sun Ra like, is so fucking good. He's, he's so good. Best. Like every Probably album I listen to him, I kind of just like feel like my music taste is expanding or just like my idea of music is expanding because he was such a creative mind. Like he might be my favorite artist of all time. So I'm kind of just trying oh, to get through all of his Bo albums. Black Cray. Black Cray? Uh, I think he's probably like my second favorite. Like he was my favorite for a long time, but like I think Sun Ra is probably my current favorite. Based like, as fuck. Yeah, average, he's just like average Rory W. Yeah, uh, average Rory w. <laughs> I mean, honestly, he uh, just like has so many albums, and like so many of them are just so creative. Yeah, I I mean I have one I got I was showing it to you the other day. I have one of like uh he did a set of concerts in Egypt and Italy yeah. in the late seventies in the early seventies, sorry. And I got one and I can't seem to find it on streaming. Oh, well, I think it might be on Spotify, but uh there's not that many people listening to it. <laughs> it has, yeah. it's like his least it's like one of his least streamed albums and it's like so fucking good. And I made like I made I sampled it a few times, I made a few beats out of it. I'll send I'll send them over to you because I think you might wanna rap on one of them. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Yeah, that'd be and cool. It, I'd love to. Yeah, yeah. I'll send it over. Yeah, me and Rory got a collab. We gotta get we gotta get the Peggy is lost in Malone Black Mini collab. That'd be insane. And Sunra. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and Sunra. We get Sunra from the dead. We get Sunra back <laughs> from the dead just to get us. So yeah, and then this is the last fan question, and I think that's all really. Uh but yeah, this is uh what's your life story like? <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean just like always been kind of like a musical person i started playing drums when i was like four years old uh i like just i mean that's when my parents got me a drum kit i pretty much started making like or started drumming well when i was like 12 probably that's like probably when i got pretty good and now i'd say i'm like really good at drumming i'm really proud of like the progress that i made of that and um yeah i just like enjoy making music uh and adding drums to it so joining argo enough about like two or three years ago probably Shout like two years ago i'd say um was really cool because like that got me a lot more into like music in general i guess just kind of like creating music in general like i've always been into music but um yeah that avery's always been like a big inspiration for me to like and just a pusher of like, I don't know. He just always pushes me to uh, make really cool music and uh, collaborate well. And the collaborations that I've done with him, I've really enjoyed. Um, and then also, obviously, uh, I used to be a YouTuber. I made like a lot of YouTube videos. Um, that's kind of like how I got a decent amount of followers um, on my YouTube channel. 
uh, I got like 95,000 subscribers, but I don't know. I kind of like... I think it's 98,000 now. I think it's at 98,000 now. Crazy. I was double checking yeah, the but, other um, day. Basically, <laughs> um, yeah, that was like a cool period in my life, but it was still like when I was like obviously presenting as a guy and um, I don't know, like... I like that I met a lot of people from it. Like I enjoyed that. I met a lot of celebrities and stuff and I really appreciate all of the stuff that came out of it, but um, it wasn't really me. So then I like came out as trans about like maybe two years ago. Um, I kind of like, mm. yeah, Congrats thank you. I mean, that. it was just kind of like a, uh, yeah, that's cool. I'm like, I think I'm like, I mean, I'm trans and I'm also like a lesbian, but I've gone through like so many phases. I've pretty much been everything in the LGBT. Um, and basically like, yeah. And I don't know. It's just like, there was a period of time where I was just like confused with who I really was. But then I just kind of was like, I need to do this for myself. And ever since then, I've just been like, more and more happy in my mental state and um yeah now I'm just like really trying to pursue music and that's kind of like the direction I'm going in now uh I don't really upload YouTube videos as much anymore or not really anymore but um I really enjoy making music and just like collaborating with people and once I drop that album I think I'm just going to like keep going with that. And you know what? Some people were asking about like, when are you making YouTube videos again? There's some followers that I have that are just like pretty much only just wanting the YouTube, YouTube videos for me. Yeah. yeah. Which kind of sucks. Cause like, I mean, there are a lot of people that really like my music and the progression that I've gone on. But um, honestly, like even if it's just music videos that I'm releasing on there, or like just stuff like that that's music related. I don't think the channel is ever really going to be dead. It's just like I'm taking a break on it and um, really like focusing my time on my music and also just like bettering my mental state, which has been going well because I'm a lot less depressed than I was before. And I don't know, I feel like I've kind of become my truest self in a way, which like is kind of... I don't know. It's kind of like a uh, thing that people can throw around. But um, yeah, I really feel more like who I really am inside. But like now on the outside, if that makes sense. Yeah, I'm very happy for you, man. I mean, like I'm queer as well. I'm polysexual. Uh, like, yeah. I don't think I've announced it. I don't think I've announced it on the podcast, but I'm pretty open about it. Like for people who know me personally and shit if they ask about it like i'm not like i'm not like going up to everyone every day like yo i'm queer yeah blah 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 it's really yeah. just like really it's really just really ignorant people who ask me about it so they can try and say the f slur and stuff so yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah but i'm pretty sure well i'm proud of you man i can't wait for your next projects and i can't wait for us to collab with peggy sloss and malone and black midi that's gonna be like album of the album of the decade so uh that would be yeah. so sick yeah but thanks again man i really appreciate it i think that ra i think that wraps us us anyway uh is there anything else you want to say or plug before we go um that's about it uh listen to rory on soundcloud bitch 
Yeah, let's go. Yeah, uh, let me plug it again. It's soundcloud.com slash Rory0001. And that's Rory spelled R-U-A-I or I. Uh, all lowercase as well. So yeah, you know. Let's or go. all uppercase so. if you look it up on uh, SoundCloud search. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, I think here, let me give uh, here, let me plug your Instagram as well. It's just uh, if you want to go follow Rory and shit, it's uh, uh, lowercase as well. Uh, Rory or U A I or one 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 three ones and then there's actually no i at the end so yeah so yeah shout out shout out rory man thanks for coming there you on. Go. Uh, we out this bitch and yeah thanks thanks so much thank you base gods thank you thank you base god thank you base god